Have you ever had a near-death experience? Or perhaps someone you know may have had a near-death experience. Well, if so, we would love to hear your story and have you as a guest on our podcast. For more information, visit nde.world. Again, that's nde.world. We would love to hear your story. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the NDE World Podcast. Now we welcome everybody back to another episode of NDE World Podcast. I'm your host, Ashton Lewis, and my lovely assistant, Miss Daphne Lynn. How are you today, Miss Daphne? I am super duper superb, man. I am feeling good. It's finally warmed up some out there, and I am enjoying it. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. Always good to hear. And now on today's Coco Chat, we are going to be uh, checking out a few actual real near-death experiences okay and when you hear an experience or a near-death experience you can understand what it is you're hearing and notice there are a lot of commonalities so what we do we take notes we we actually uh listen to the actual experience we take the notes and we share those with you so without further ado miss Stephanie, are you ready for our first uh clip of the day Yes, I am absolutely ready for it. And just to throw this kind of out there, where where these little uh, NDEs come from is from the Enderf site. We absolutely, we pull yes. from there and and share them with you guys. And yes, these are actual experience directly from the site itself. So you can go to enderf.org and follow right along. Mm-hmm. So let's go right in and one, two, three, and rolling. I suddenly found myself alone. In a dismal, gray, immensely huge, foggy space, I was alone. I felt an overwhelming fear growing up inside me, I felt foul, spoiled, overcome with shame. Why I hadn't done more when I'd had the chance. The opportunity to change things for the better was now over, and I'd missed it. The sense of remorse was overwhelming, a knowledge filled me. Here in this horrible empty space, there was no possibility for change. I felt so remorseful, I'd missed my chance. Footnote, the details just mentioned I forgot to include in my first submission, I feel however, that they're important. It is also interesting to note that at the time I was still fairly young. I had not done anything wrong. I was a nurse and cared for people, yet still I experienced a negative NDE. Then I thought of something, I was filled with fear again, my friend. How was he? I had to get back to him, a long silver cord attached to me and pulled me with immense speed down. All I could think of during the descent was my friend. Terrified, I wanted to get back to him, I felt he needed me. I was so desperate, I felt I had to get. The emotions that were flowing through me made me realize that I was still myself, that even in this space I was the same person I ever was. I returned into my body under great pressure as if tons of sand were smothering me. I was overwhelmed by the huge weight bearing upon me. 
but I fought the pressure and forced myself against the pressure to begin breathing. I brought myself back to life by bringing myself to breathe again and by curing my neck. The panic to reach my friend, whom I felt needed me, was so great that it gave me the power to cure myself to get back to him. Also of interest, after my NDE experience, my ideas about reincarnation changed. I knew it was true. It felt so normal. And although my experience was a negative one, I lost my fear of death. I gained the knowledge that one could cure oneself. I'd also gained the ability to cure others. My daughter was crying. She'd found her goldfish dead on the floor. It had been lying there for so long that it had begun to dry out. I picked it up, put it in the water tank, slowly moved it up and down, and it came back to life. This has happened so often with other fish that my husband and daughter think it's normal now that fish, as well as cats, all have nine lives. I have also noticed that I may be able to help heal people. But I'm not sure about this. I was terrified about his safety. I kept thinking how is he, it was a car accident. Both, I and my partner, were in danger. The car swerved off a country road, flew into the air over a cliff, flipping onto its roof, hitting the ground and smashing into a tree. The car was demolished. We were only saved because the car we were driving was an old model Volvo, 1964, with a steel or iron roll bar that withheld the impact of the crash. In desperation, with a reflex movement to get out of the car, I released my seat belt. The car flying through the air, flipped suddenly when at the ground. I was thrown with full force up against the roof, I fell with all my weight onto the back of my neck. I felt a sudden, painful snap. The pain in my neck was so extreme that it shot through my head like a blast of pure energy. Okay, we are back. Now, keep in mind, these NDEs are coming from experiences off of the Indurf site, and we are taking them from all around the world. Okay, so they're coming from different backgrounds, different cultures. They're not all just one. So we do have different ones from male and female and different backgrounds. So just different keep, locations in the world. Absolutely. So just keep that in mind, okay? So... Uh, on the one we just listened to, uh, would you like to lead the conversation, Daphne? Sure, sure. I mean, I immediately knew when she started telling her experience that she she was having the distressing uh, NDE. That's the first thing I called Yes, um, and one of the common things with the DNDEs is fear, desperate, remorse. Shame. And void and shame, yes. Yeah, that being alone. Mm-hmm. Yep. No possibility for change. She said once she realized that, oh, I've I've, I've died, it's moved on, late, yeah. I can't go back. You know, that's a good a good it's, cue for us, the living. You know, to do the best you can do now while you're alive instead right. of waiting till it's too late. And, and think about it, she was a nurse, so she was doing good for others, but she's she had that intense fear that you know she hadn't done enough. Right, right, right. Good point. Good so, point. Um, and I, I appreciate the fact that she was conscious of all these things. She she was trying to, she knew she was in it in that NDE OBE experience, 
and she was aware of that and she needed to get back to help the uh, uh, the person in the vehicle. Right, right. So she was very conscious of that. Which kind of leads us to that next part I got here about a friend. What do you think about the silver cord that Ex- pulled her with immense speed? Exactly, yeah. I mean, I've been hearing a lot about silver cord lately. And it's something that... I'm going to definitely look into because I, if I'm not mistaken, um, it, there is a mention of silver cord in lots the canon. Of ex- lots of ancient writings. Yeah. Yeah, even the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that that's very interesting. Um, I, I've even heard the silver cord mentioned th- uh, through one NDE as herself. It was a lady having an experience, and the silver cord was her. Wow. So it, it's, it's there's so much out there. There's yeah, so much out yeah. there. Wow. It's very interesting. It is. It is. So and then it, it's, it seems like they go kind of right almost from there straight into the actual return. Uh, yes, she's back yes. in the body. Was she was kind of felt smothered and the pressure and you know that. But s- something that kind of I thought was pretty cool that mentioned something about it. It kind of affected or changed the ideas of reincarnation. Uh, yes, did you catch that? Yes, I did. That's actually one of my things. that na- She now believes that reincarnation is true. So apparently this is just a small portion of this her NDE that we took from the site. Yeah. So there's more to the story, but somewhere along the line, she had some kind of information downloaded to her or given to her about reincarnation. Because there was no other mention of it in there, and she just believes in it now. So maybe it was a, just an overview of her account. Um, but it's possible. I, I, I see this with a lot of the NDEs is when they come back, they come back with spiritual gifts. Right, right. And That's a good point. she yeah. came back with healing I mean, think about the little Well, let me ask you this. Uh, could it be something that we all can do? Because mm-hmm. it said that she gained the, no, I gained the knowledge that I can. Yes. If and I'm are, hearing if that. If we yeah. all, all already have the knowledge, shouldn't we all be able to heal? And I, I think that's what I was kind of getting from that as well. So, yes, but, yes. but it could be tied in with what she got when she, you know, during that, the actual NDE. So, and, 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 and a lot of them always get the no fear of death. That's, Afterwards, yeah, I think that's like common yeah. across the board. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's exactly was my my thoughts on it as well. And what about the the knowledge about that that she can not only heal herself but also can heal, also can help others? Did you get that? And then the little example, I think it was the, the little um, pet, the fish and cats and stuff. Yeah, would you like to? They have nine lives. <laughs> yeah, thinks. yeah. No, it, it that is very interesting um, because. If you want to take it to the 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 masters, ascended masters, though they all teach that you know you have powers beyond what you remember, so um, you can heal yourself. Um, like Jesus' words, famous words, "You will do greater things than what I have done." That's right. These so we we have lost to... that knowledge somewhere along the way. Right, right. Maybe it was suppressed from us, or hidden Absolutely. from us. That occultic knowledge that you know we need to know, Maybe but esoteric. Was what the we esoteric, it. yeah. Right. You know, and Good point. if we knew this thing, then we could heal ourselves, and we can. 
according to a lot of these uh, NDEs, um, that would put the pharmaceutical world out of business. Okay, very good, very good. Well, let's go ahead and go on to our next clip here. Um, we've got this guy from, um, I, I forgot which, which part of the country was from, uh, with an NDE. So we're going to go ahead and listen to that, and then we'll go ahead and comment on that here on the Coco Chat. Coco Chat. <laughs> <laughs> and one, two, three, roll them. At the time of my experience, I was a workaholic. On top of my regular 40 hours a week of work, I was developing a forensic project along with the government to find missing, dead people in my country. This took another 20 to 30 hours of my week. I also practiced martial arts and lifted weights when I wasn't occupied with my friends. I was so busy that I was unaware of my health issues. The final straw was a fight with a person from the government who was helping me to develop the forensic project. I spiraled emotionally and went to therapy. I realized that I was living a life that was not sustainable. Nothing made sense to me anymore. So, on 18th October 2021, I abandoned the project, left my job, stopped exercising and ended a relationship. I went to sleep at 12 a.m. I remember arriving in an empty place. There was literally nothing, no space, no time, no sky, no floor. Suddenly, I became aware that there was someone standing on my left side and we started walking through a gallery. There were an infinite number of squares with a path in the middle. Each square had scenes from my life that was playing simultaneously. Each square had depth and colors of red, orange and yellow. The entity with me started explaining what was happening. I felt completely in peace with myself. I felt that no matter what that everything was okay and nothing could hurt me. Then, we started entering those squares from the gallery one by one. I remember one the scene from one square from the time when I was a child we went inside this square and suddenly I gained complete awareness of the situation. My grandma was beating me. I was on the floor but also I was somehow inside everything like I was in another dimension. I had a 360 degree perspective. Then I noticed that the being next to me had no shape, but it was made of light. I could see the golden threads of reality. I could feel everything. I felt the beating and the pain I endured. I felt the rage of my grandma. I don't fear death anymore. This made me quite sad, although everything was fine and somehow nothing could affect me. I never thought that someone could feel that way towards me. At the same time, the being was explaining to me what was happening. After the scene ended, we went outside and repeated the same activity in each of the squares until we reached the end. Then I saw a big square in front of me. I saw a couple and the back of a man. I was ready to enter the square alone. Suddenly, I was in another place, 
आई डोंट नो हाउ आई अराइव देयर और वाई इट हैपन्ड सिंस आई वॉज रेडी टू एंटर वॉट आई गेस वॉज माई नेक्स्ट लाइफ येट आई वॉज स्टैंडिंग इन फ्रंट ऑफ विष्णु ही वॉज सीटेड ऑन ग्रास इन द लोटस पोज एंड वेरिंग ओनली अ ब्राउन लॉन्ग क्लॉक बिहाइंड हिम देयर वर क्लाउड्स द स्काई वॉज पिंक एंड गोल्ड इन कलर At that moment I experienced a feeling that I cannot describe because I have never experienced it here on earth. I felt absolute peace. There was no pain, no suffering and everything was fine. He explained to me that I was in a place that was above good and bad. Those things I saw are human but do not exist. He showed me pain which seemed like a separate dimension. which is dark and heavy he also told me that he doesn't need sacrifices nor any kind of ritual and that we are free we are free to do whatever we want whatever that is because ultimately it doesn't matter he was holding a wooden spoon on his right hand and a white flower on his left hand he had no navel he didn't use words to communicate and somehow it was all knowledge that i was receiving vishnu's eyes were bigger than those from a human and his body was thin long and deep blue his skin seemed thick and dry when i started trying to make sense of everything his face changed at first the face resembled that of my therapist then it looked like my face then it looked like other people The face wasn't changing shape but I could see how others resemble him. So, I asked him who he is. He told me while giving me a peaceful smile that he is all of us. He then asked me if I wanted to come back. I understood that somehow we come to earth to experience everything there is to experience such as pain, suffering, happiness and pleasure. because those things don't exist there these things we experience on earth are not real as he smiled at me i opened my eyes and i realized that i wasn't breathing i stared at the ceiling while i could feel air slowly entering my lungs while the feeling of peacefulness vanished i grabbed my phone and it was 1 am I remained silent about that experience because I didn't know what had happened or if I was hallucinating. Then I started getting sick. The doctors found a cancerous tumor. I went through surgery to remove it. During surgery, I was dead for a few seconds and went to a peaceful place with grass. I was playing with a child. but was awakened by the anesthesiologist shouting my name and repeatedly slapping my face that's how i realized that i may have been dead in october 2021 i started researching and found in hindu mythology the places i remember seeing in my experience my psychologist says that maybe it was something i already knew and that's why i imagined it I don't think so because I grew up in an extremely catholic family. Logic tells me that I should have seen Jesus in my hallucination or something Christian instead of Vishnu. Anyway, I went back to the project and finished it. Now, 
I want to focus more on enjoying life, the good and the bad. Sometimes I think that not all people have those experiences because they'd do ugly things if they knew what I know. I live my life more responsibly since my experience. I take accountability for my actions and I avoid hurting others. I also defend myself more. This experience changed me and when I discovered that other people have had them, I felt validated. And we are back. Wow. Wow. I like that. That was a really good one. I can't I wait to hear your comments on this, on this one. <laughs> Absolutely. But go ahead and lead us. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, just starting off the the emptiness but being aware of an entity close to them. And that no space, no time, etc. Yes. Yeah. Um and someone was you noticed that it was on their left. The entity. Yes, that yeah. there's someone that the entity was on their that left. person's left, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, but that entity also had no shape, but they knew she knew it was light. Or they knew it was light. So um, that just ties in with, you know, so much of the uh, entities that are out there is energy, the light, be the light. Now, here's where it gets good. This being actually showed him all of these different squares, okay? And each one of these squares contained all the different scenes that took place in this person's life, okay? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he went into each one and ex had experienced each one firsthand like it was there, okay? Mm -hmm. So this is a wonderful example of what we call a life review, Yes, yes. Um, you want to comment on that? Yes, or? yes. The live reviews, I mean, this particular one talked about the squares, um, but I, I've heard different ones where there was pictures on tables or images on lakes. So there's so many different varieties of the way the live review process comes to you through this event. Right. And, and it's per individual, each NDE. Absolutely. Well said. Well said. I was going to say in, in this, um, the awareness of the dimension around them was like 360. And you hear that in so many. That is a common thing. Like the the one of the the blind woman was the, seeing in 360. And and the doctor was like, well, we don't see that way here. We see, you know, a, a different right. way. So, but as, as that blind person, she saw the 360 ties in with all the 360 review of everything. And that's very common. Very, very common. I would common. say it's in every one, but it is, you do see that a lot. Very good observation. Yeah. So, like you said, he started entering squares one by one, okay? Mm -hmm. And then, like, he had the example of the young, he was a young child, and uh, he can feel everything from that whole experience, like reliving it in a 360 all around it and, you know, feeling the, the pain, having to go through with the the beatings and things like that. Even you the know, rage and, of the the grandparent. Pardon me. Even the 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 rage and and what was going on with the grandparent. Right. So you're you're still getting that both sides uh, of, of whoever's in the experience with you. You're you're getting both sides of that. Yes. Very good. And so then it goes to like a large. This is this is where I find 
this subject pretty interesting because I noticed he did say he was from a Christian or Catholic, Catholic upbringing. upbringing. So he, in most cases, or you would at least think, he would have a vision uh, typically of Jesus. Right, okay, exactly. Jesus Christ of the Bible would typically visit someone yes, of the Christian faith yes. and even others of different faiths. Okay, In this particular one, it said a, a, he saw a large square, all right, um, and it took him to another place uh, where it says actually where he was in front of Vishnu. Mm -hmm. Comments on that? Yeah, definitely. Um, in front of Vishnu and him being a Catholic upbringing, you, you would think that he would experience um, Jesus or God Almighty, um, but actually got to envision Vishnu. Or met him, um, and while he was there, it was it was an absolute peace, right? And he was above good, above bad. Did you, was it something on the lines of? And I've heard that, and I want to jot it down. Um, let's back up to the feeling of absolute peace that you had just commented on, like something they've never felt before. Okay. Um, how would you like to comment on that? Okay, so um, they went to that space of absolute peace. So that is what you you hear so many of these stories based on is peace, love. That is the common walk away with piece of evidence for love and peace on the other side. That's right. That's right. And I love how it was brought out that it was a place above good and bad. Mm -hmm. And did you catch the part? It says that good and bad are human and don't exist. Exactly. I'm hearing so that. These are human so constructs, many, these, you know, good and bad is whatever. But that, those things don't exist on the other side. According to, according to the notes that this guy said, what did you did you even hear that part? Did yes, I did. Okay. I actually wrote Comments, that down. Please. Yes, above good and bad, and you hear that in a lot of them. That there's there's no negativity. There's no bad. There's no upset. No frustration on that side of the the veil. There's none. It all of that stays on this side of the veil in, in human form. You know, we don't carry that through into that spiritual world. And what about the part when he asked the the being and the being told that it does not need rituals or worship? Right. Or no like sacrifice, that? no, no sac rituals. No that it doesn't that matter. That? that doesn't matter. I hear this all the time, uh, through many, many different channels that I listen to that we are as humans are here to experience life they call so many call this the uh, schoolhouse School. earth right. you know that we are to experience life here we are to make it as upbeat and positive as we can you know we do have all these other emotions and that's why all these entities and angels and all appreciate what we go through because we're experiencing things that that side of the veil spirituality doesn't get to do so we actually have a it's a blessing for a us privilege. a privilege mm -hmm. for us to have that because they don't get that there so that's something that we share with them our, our experience here and i appreciate that he asked who the entity was and the entity told him all of you because his face started changing and he's like 
He saw different yeah, people that he knew. All. He said, I'm, I'm all oh. of you. Kind of like we were talking about yesterday about the I am. You know, exactly. The source is exactly. all. Exactly. Um, now, back up just a little bit before that. Um, I noticed, and, and you see this in every... Uh, I wouldn't say you see it in every one, but you see it really commonly is the telepathy because he, yes. did, he did say something about it was being communicated without any words, whatever. Yes, but all knowledge. It was all knowledge. It was all te- knowledge. telepathic. Yeah. Yeah. I did get that. That's that. I think that's that just connecting with the the source us returning our energy back to that side, and and then that it's an instant download. That we get, and we know it all. Not right. like we know it all here, but no. <laughs> <laughs> the other side, you know. So that all knowledge that it's in its telepathy, instant downloads. Absolutely. Well, and also, if you notice, he said that Vishnu was blue. I don't know, like a bluish chant or you know, blue glow. Vishnu is blue. blue in the images of him. Okay, so so blue actually has also spiritual significance as well. So now I uh, was asked who he is, and and like you said a while ago, he smiled and said that he is all of us. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. the, and I like how the faces started changing and things like yes, that. So exactly. that's awesome. So that, that, that tells me right there in that instant, if he is all of us and me and you have said this time and time again and shared this with other people, God, that source is in every single one of us. We either acknowledge it or we don't. So that right there is just an instant, hey, yes, God is within us. That essence is within us. And that's what the the, the masters taught, like Yeshua, Jesus. Exactly, yes. God is within you. You know, these guys didn't want to be worshipped and turn into, you know. Pe- deities idol, to be worshipped. deities. That's right. That's not right. that, you know. And, and that that's a different rabbit hole to go down. Oh, yeah. Okay, um, now And now, at- I know one other thing. I'm sorry to interrupt, but... Um, it was given the option to go back. So a lot of times they're not given options to go back. The end of years, a lot of times it's you're going back. But this particular instance, this person had the option to go back and they chose to come back. Right. Which is a cool thing. Absolutely. So uh, we did mention it at the beginning of the actual experience that this person was, brought up in the actual Catholic religion. Right. And, and uh, Catholic, we know, does not worship Vishnu. It would be Christi- Christian-based. Uh, yeah, it would be more probably Jesus. So it says here that, um, you know, his, they had a Catholic upbringing, and it, so they should have seen Jesus. So why do they see Vishnu instead of Jesus? Right. So I thought that was interesting as well. Any comments on that? Exactly. It just It just tells me that, the, the the deities are all connected. They are all connected. Um, and we're supposed to love and forgive and move forward and be happy and be peaceful with each other. You know, and, and that's that was the um, when he came back that he tried to be more responsible and not to hurt others and, and, and loving to others. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. Well, I tell you what, perfect, perfect, and perfect timing. I'm looking at the clock on the wall there. So that's what I got out of it. He, he had the actual lesson. And uh, that's something that is very common in mm-hmm. these 
NDEs is what is the life lesson. So there's another element for you. So the more you listen to these, the more you go over them, the more you'll be able to learn these actual elements. And that's why we're here, to help you to be able to understand these. Go ahead. Right, right. And and one thing I was going to say, too, I I made a little side note on that when we was listening. With the the NDE, they were raised Christian, you know, in the Catholic Church. So that would be Jesus Christ. Um, because that's who they are basing their knowledge off of, their information off of. But we have Hindu mythology, all Greek mythology. So, and when when he came back, he started doing the research on Hindu mythology. So he gained a little bit of information after the different locations yes. and things like that. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Good point. Good point. Mythology was mentioned. Yeah, well, well, let's go ahead and wrap things up. And um, I'm so excited about this and being able to share this information with everyone. And tune in next time on the next episode of our um, Coco Chat. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what we do. We actually, you know, break down these elements within the near-death experience. Okay, and we we share that with you guys. That way, when you're Listening to a near-death experience, you can actually understand what it's all about or where it's coming from, okay? So, um, Ms. Daphne, thank you so much for your time today. And again, I am Ashton Lewis. And until next time... Peace and love. And as always, let your light shine.